Hey, listen to Commander Quick Up Podcast, episode 339. I'm Brando. I'm here with Ryan, and we're going to do some MTG Bro Bros. Now, hit our theme song! Hey, Ryan. We're back for yet another whirlwind adventure. How you doing? Good. What is going down? Whole ton is going down. We're going to be jumping all over the brand newest set that was just pre-released on its own release early. Oh? Because it's not supposed to be released until like this Friday from like when we're recording this, but they just released it last Friday instead. Cool. Sure. But before we get to any of that stuff, we do have to thank our official business daddies, FusionGamingOnline.com. They are your source for all your gaming needs. All your bro needs? All your bro needs. We're going to make bro jokes, okay? Yes. And and when we say bro, we mean everybody, but we're going to say bro. <laughs> yeah. is that, is, can we Bro is short for way. Brothers War. CC bro, short for Commander Cookout Brothers War. That's when we fight with each other. Yes. Apparently people like that. That's weird. Uh, that's a thing. I don't know. If you want your own bro, you go to FusionGamingOnline.com, oh, get some bro yeah. or yep. anything. It doesn't matter. It could be board games. Yeah. could be literally anything in their store. When you check out, you use CCO Spring promo code and you get a discount. It's a good deal. It's pretty good. You're going to save some money on the shit you're going to buy anyway? Going to buy it anyway. And support the show. And if you've never used it before and you're spending a hundred U uh, no a hundred Canadian yeah, which is like hundred fifty US hundred Canadian US, use CCO perks promo code, you get your perkies on and you uh, get some store credit kickback. Good yeah. deal. And then you can save more money with the money that you've saved already. And you can yes. do them both at the same time. You can scissor their daddy ass and yes. everything works. I love scissoring. Yeah. And a little bit of little bit of this. If you were watching on YouTube, you'd know what I was doing. Yeah, yeah. You should you should actually watch and you should subscribe because it's fun and Joe Joe memes on us sometimes and it's fantastic. Yes, yes. Very good. Um, couple things. Couple things. Another way to support the show. Oh. Got a couple of those. Oh wow. First one, going uh, following our affiliate link. It'll be in the show notes below. Wherever you watch or listen to the show, you go there. Geekwood.ca CCO affiliate link and you use CCO podcast coupon code. You get ten percent off plus a little gift. Oh, there's gifts. Use a little gift like a like a dice or like a magic dice, the plus minus dice or oh, stickers yeah. or whatever. While supplies last, this is a special little thing that Geekwood is doing to like kick off our our coupon code and and our what what do we call it? Not a scissor sister with them, but like a touch tip partnership. Probably. Hey, I that like rhymes. that. I do like I that. I do yes. like that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, and I've had some of the dice for like a long time. Use them all the time. Super like them. How do they roll? Super good. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. You ever roll a one? No. I have hey. rolled several sixes. That's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was thinking like a D20. No. No. I'm talking about the, the D6s. Ooh, six. Still pretty good roll. Yes. Six on a D6. Very good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you Yahtzee could, like you, most of the time. You will roll sixes if you use our affiliate link. Yes. And then use CCO podcast coupon code. Yes. Very good That deal. is very true. Very good Yes, deal. you will win more games if you use Geekwood Dice. Hey, that's pretty good. It's, it's the truth. It's I don't know how it works. It's magic. I don't know. Yeah. Like not not the game and, magic, like actual. Well, I was gonna say wizardly magic. Where does sorcery? Where does where does the the magic game stop and the real CCO Geekwood Touch Tip <laughs> Partnership and like where does it start and where do they, we're just like human centipeding mm-hmm. with but with dice yes I don't know what that looks like in real life with but dice and victory baby that's what that's we're in. It. yep. Speaking mm-hmm. of victory, ooh, we got some ways. victors in the nation. Really? Yes. I never met anybody named Victor. Well, maybe we will in this um in this shout out to new patrons. Okay. Those are the victors oh. I was talking about. This is another way to support the show. If you're new, patreon.com slash CCO podcast. Right. It's a good place to go. Good yeah. benefits. Awesome, uh, awesome Discord community. Yeah. I got a I got the recent top five and five idea from the Discord from mm-hmm. Mac. Give me an idea. Daddy Mac Mac Daddy. Used it. Got mm-hmm. it from the Discord. Mm-hmm. You should go there. Gotta yeah. be a patron to go there. Another benefit if you if you go to the patron page is your CCO nickname. Yeah, benefit. Yeah. First one. Totally regular, freaking so regular that it sounds made up. Name. Christopher Williams. 
Man, could you be any more plain? You're more plain than regular ass plain old Daryl. Daryl. Which is a guy that we got. Yeah. So Christopher Williams, what do, what do we call him? Do we just call him like, what is something so freaking lame? Pistol whipped Willie. Pistol whipped Willie. Yeah, because piss rhymes with Chris. Oh, yeah. And then Can we call him funny. Crystal Whip? And then Willie. Crystal Whip Willie? No. Come on. Come on. Give me Crystal Whip. Why? Because his name's Chris. Nah, I like Pistol Whip better. Pistol Whip. Because that's something that actually happens. Do you, Crystal Whip do you, sounds like some Final Fantasy shit, which wait, is fine. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, I got it. I got it. Chris with like a C-H is, is how you start the word Chris, mm-hmm. right? Now, if Chris, but with a P-H, and it's and it's Pistol Whip, but it's spelt Fistol Whip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. Fistol Whip Willie. Yeah. I do like that. There we go. That was an organic kind of it. construction of nickname. And we got there. We that's, did that. That's, I like we that. that. That's, that's, that's the... The things coming together. Oh, in ultimate this case, scissor. My fingers, yeah. Ultimate scissor. <laughs> yeah. Second patron. <laughs> and this is actually, this is the opposite. This is a really cool name. I'll be the judge of that. Israel Garcia. Man, a guy sounds like an archangel or something. Israel Garcia, hey? Yeah. I wonder if he's, I wonder if he's, if he's related to Andre Garcia of CCO fame. I mean, maybe. Guy, guy did the play, man. Pseudo celebrity. Nah, probably not. Probably not. No. Is real? Is he even real? Is he even real? So that means I'm a ghost. Oh, yeah. So Do you think he's a shitty ghost? Or is he got, does he got flying? <laughs> <laughs> I know he's a shitty ghost. He doesn't have flying. Ghost see ya. Ghost see ya. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost yeah. That's a play on his name. Yes. And that is he even real? So he's a ghost. Yeah. His last name kind of has the re. There it is. Yeah. Ghost Sia. Ghost Sia. Ghost Sia. That's like when he's like walking out the door. Dude. Yeah. Ghost Sia. Don't let the door hit you on the ass, Mr. Ghost Sia. It won't because you're a ghost and you can't hit a ghost with a door because they're ghosts. <laughs> it's like the one benefit to being a ghost is you never hit your ass you on the door on the way out. Go through walls and stuff. Don't even have to open them. You just ghost right through it. That's You dope. ghost? Through it, yeah. That's going and coasting, but you're a ghost. You're, so it's like a double entendre. It's like coming and going, but ghosting and ghosting and coasting. <laughs> it makes perfect sense, and it's hilarious, and it's oh, true. Man. That's just paranormal science. That's yeah. a fact. Oh, and 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 investigating the paranormal. Totally a science. Hey? Absolutely. Absolutely the most yeah. rock solid yeah. of types of science there that there are. There are several television programs on which they do it. Therefore, it must be real. Oh, yeah. Just like the internet. That's Everything right. Everything is real. Especially on TV. You can't be on TV now if it's not real. I have another real name that I want to shout out as the winner of last week's booster pack game. Sounds fake. It might be fake. Just looking at how real this name looks. <laughs> Okay. James Donaldson. That's not real. Yeah, he's the winner. This is Josh Donaldson's brother, obviously. Probably. Uh, third baseman for the New York Yankees, won MVP with the Blue Jays in 2015. Sure. Yeah, real chippy character. I like watching him play because he's the first guy over the fence when like there's a fight or something. He plays he plays baseball like guys play hockey. <laughs> That's why I like watching him. So, uh, his brother James won the booster pack game um, for guessing Unleash Shell. Yeah. So you got to get at us. Commandercookout at gmail.com. Honor system. You'll blow it for everybody. Let us know your address, where we can send the stuff to, and which of the three versions of the CCO bro pack you want. You can get an actual bro pack. You can get a sticker pack or a... Or a token pack. I didn't even do that on purpose. <laughs> that was awesome. I always do this, and I don't know what I'm grabbing when I do that, but that's three. Baseball. It's a fork ball, isn't it? Oh, that's that's my that's my grip. I don't know what I don't know whatever? what pitch that is, but it probably wouldn't go very good for me. <laughs> <laughs> if I was playing against James Donaldson, that is. Yeah. Probably good at baseball. So, bro. Bro. MTG, that is. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, we got commandies. Commandies. And do we, though? I don't know if we do. Well, we don't have very many no. as compared to recent sets. Yeah. Hey? Okay? That like, is very true. So this is what we do. <coughs> we cough. This is what we do. We go to Scryfall. This is how we get all the commanders. Okay. We type in legendary and creature in the in the type line. Because that's search. important. 
Yes. It doesn't give us Urza because he's a legendary planeswalker, like his melded side. Yeah. Which we could review, but we're, we've got the front half, so we're covered there. Yeah. And then you go down to sets, and we do MTG Bro, mm-hmm. MTG Bro Commander, mm-hmm. and MTG Bro um, Retro Artifacts, because there's some legends there that we just want to just touch on. Yeah, for, for one, one point. Reasons. Yeah, for yeah. one point, really. And we get 49 of them. Now, upon a little bit closer manual inspection, I counted 32 new ones, including melders, the back of the melders. So 30 new ones. There are 29. And you know what? The I, I, I didn't capture in that 32 the Urza Planeswalker, which maybe makes it 33. And that's, I think, the first thing that I want to talk about is... <coughs> Sorry. The first thing I want to talk about is, are we cool with rule zeroing the meld commanders? Now, personally, I'm a little soft on it. And a, a thing that I, we, we actually thought of as we're talking about this before the show, like you yep. can do, what is it, Mishra, and there's like a tank or something, and then there's the, the and it's a It's a dragon, right? The, yeah, the dragon tank. I don't know what the and hell he, it is. And he transforms into another creature. Yeah, giant. So that's important. Keyword soup, it's, bro. It's a creature and a creature that transform into another creature. Right. And then you've got Urza and a non-creature artifact that meld into a planeswalker. Okay, so we're stretching the rules there a little bit. And then you've got Titania, who melds with a fucking land. Into a creature. Into a creature. Now, how okay are we with having an artifact or a land in the command zone because a creature and a creature is just like, hey, my let's just pretend my two partner. things that meld are, have partner. And I think that's the least egregious rule break there. Agreed. And you and I were two days ago at EDH and played uh, a rule zero commander game where Luminous Broodmoth was the commander. Yeah. So the guy could just do like come back ETB, but it has flying, but I want the ETB trigger kind of tribal yeah he played like no dudes with flying tribals that he could have dudes with yeah and it it just had like etb draw card or etb search for a land gain a life yeah and he gets that etb twice when the luminous brood moth brings things back and it was fine it was a cool deck he and he declared yeah i do have solemnity and a sack outlet so i can go infinite and like um uh, altar of dementia is that the mill one uh yeah that's the mill one. He said that's one of the win conditions, but uh, like I can't tutor for creatures and uh, yeah. it's white, so I don't got a lot of card draw. And he was honest. Yeah. And the deck was fine. If if that same everything happened there, like just pretend we're in that game again with those two two other MTG bros. Yeah. Because those guys were cool. Cool guys. Yeah. And we played with them in the past, right? Yep. What if he said my commander's Urza and Power Stones? I think I'd be better with Urza and Power Stones than I would be with Titania and a land. Because mm. land in the command zone feels weird to me. One, because you've got like a land killing isn't really a thing, but like if you kill your land and it goes to the command you, zone, you how do you play it again? You can keep a questionable hand that is a powerful hand that's questionable on the back of like one or two land. Because you have in, a land at the Because zone. you have a land in your, in your opener. I think that that is the most egregious rule break there, mm-hmm. more so than Power Stone because... And, and you know what's ironic is Urza plus Power Stone plus activated ability of Urza to meld it when you control both of them costs 15 mana. <laughs> and it's like <coughs> super powerful, super powerful. And I'm supposed to be scared of things that cost 15 mana because they're the most powerful things in the game. Yeah. Think Emrakul or yeah. Kozilek and Ulamog, that kind of stuff. But I'm not because 15 mana is too freaking much. Yeah, 15 is <laughs> a I'm lot. I'm not scared of it. <laughs> you spend 15 mana, you're probably going to win, and you deserve to win because yeah, You're probably going to win by not playing Urza because <laughs> you're playing 15 for something. Yeah, like an Exsanguinate. <laughs> or a, an Earthquake. Or an Earthquake, yeah. So, or a Genesis Wave. Ah, that's the one. That's, that's a, the one. That's a good one, That's yeah, the one to do for 15. That's yeah, a, you can you can get the Kozilex oh. and the Emrakuls with that. <laughs> that's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, you know what? I, I think I would be willing to try it. I would ask the questions of the person with the Titania deck, though. Like, is it a lands deck? Do you take advantage of that land being in the commands? What if that land gets destroyed? Do you have to pay two to play your yeah. land next time? Yeah, like, there's inv- a lot of baggage with the land. Yeah, we're inventing new ways of playing with that. Because, like, if it melds into a creature and you kill the creature, the land does go to the graveyard or the command zone. Yeah. How do you get it back out? Mm-hmm. 
Or wait, does she actually just bounce lands? Let's just look. I don't know. She I don't even know what she does. Uh, well, here's the first card. Titania, Voice of Gaia. Gaia. Read it. Okay. She's an elemental for yep. three. She's a three-four with reach. Whenever one or more lands come into play or come, go into your graveyard from anywhere, from anywhere, you gain two life. At the beginning of your upkeep, if there are four or more lands in your graveyard and you both own and control Titania and a land named Argoth Sanctum of Nature, exile them and meld them into Titania Gaia Incarnate. So it it is a lands deck card, so it cares about lands ETBing and dying and being in your graveyard. Yes. <coughs> We're putting one in the command zone. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Sure. And then the creature she melds into, Titania Guy Incarnate, is a star star with vigilance, reach, trample, and haste. <coughs> Power and toughness, each equal to the number of lands you control. When it comes into play, return all lands from your graveyard to the battlefield tapped. And it has green three, put four plus one plus one counters on target land you control. It becomes a zero zero elemental creature with haste. That's still a land. Man, there's lots of text on those cards, hey? Oh, Holy jeepers. does creepers. a lot of things. Now, is, that even, is it even good? Well, we didn't read what the land does. And I don't have it up in front of me, so... Yeah, I don't actually know what the <laughs> What is it does. called again? Uh, Argoth Sanctum of Nature. I don't think it's amazing. It does something to do with... It has something to do with forests. <coughs> Jesus. <coughs> jeepers, creepers, it's right there. Okay, Argoth Sanctum of Nature is a land enters the battlefield tapped unless you control a legendary green creature. Uh huh. Uh, okay, so it's basically a forest when we play it on turn four. four. Sure. Or, or turn three, three if we got a second land drop because yeah. we freaking will. Because yeah, we're playing green. <laughs> and it taps for a green and it goes green, green, two, tap, create a two, two bear creature token, activate only as a sorcery. Ah. Uh, so why it, does it make a bear instead of an elemental or a, you know what I mean? Like Titania is an elemental. She always seems to make yeah, elemental. Yeah, there's there's a couple cards in the set that make bears. That's me. I don't know. I don't get but it. But it gives you a creature on your land if you have uh, essentially it's five because it's four plus tap. Yeah. Man, I don't know. I don't know. That's not even real. None of that's really that good, honestly. No, but it it it's, is it's all it it's all it's good all, when it's a land yes. in your command zone yes. because it's not just a land, it's your commander yeah. and it represents a creature. Yeah. Because it freaking gives you a creature. It makes creatures. So yeah. I don't know. I, it's a conversation you'd have to have and a game I think you'd have to play. Yes. That's a so so. What you're saying is you would play against it I'd instead of just saying no. I try it once. I think yeah. Give I think it the I old would. give it the old college try. I mean, maybe it's not as, as horrific as we could. And maybe if I built this Hanwar Battlements Hanwar Garrison deck, maybe I could play that too. Mm -hmm. Maybe, mm -hmm. but all the same thing applies, of course. Well, and those creatures aren't even legendary. I know. They just meld into something legendary. So when do you draw the line? Oh, That's probably the question right after. Hanwar, the writhing township, <laughs> EDH. That's where you draw the line. <laughs> it's right after what oh, I want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's start at the bottom because we're closer to the bottom. Sure, I got to get back to the right page With here. all these Urzas, there's like 65 Urzas. So let's start with little child Urza and then we'll move up with them through the years. So we've got Urza Power Stone Prodigy. Mm -hmm. That's the uncommon one. Yep. He's got Vig, one tap, draw a card, discard a card. and whenever So he he's, just... a, he's the looter in the set if you're drafting. Yep. And whenever you discard one or more artifact cards, you create a power stone. Ooh, power stone. That's one of the new mechanic things, right? Once a turn. Once or, a turn. Yeah, and a power a stone can only be used to cast artifact stuff. Yes. It can't be used to cast non-artifact. I dislike the double negative wording. I wish it just yes. said you can only use this mana to play artifacts. Because then it tells you what it can do. What it can't, can't do. Well, can you activate abilities with it? Can you... This token is an artifact with tap. Add colorless. This mana can't be spent to cast a non-artifact spell. So you can do anything but cast non-artifact. Oh yeah, you, that? you can you can do artifact abilities with it. Okay, that's okay, important so to know. They don't want a list of everything that it can do. They just tell you what it can't do. I understand. Okay, I guess we, we we puzzled it out. Look at us go. So that's that's a shitty commander. Let's be. Yeah, yeah. nobody's gonna play this. Okay, Every, everybody's gonna play the other two Urzas. Let's go. Uh, I think Prince of Krug would probably be next, hey? Oh yeah. So Urza Prince of Krug is a two three for four artifact creatures you control get plus two plus two. It's pretty good. Six 
create a token that's a copy of a target artifact you control, except it's a 1-1 soldier creature in addition to its other types. Oh man, I wish it was an assembly worker. That would be Urza's power plant, I think, is that is that land that does that, right? No. Urza's factory, isn't it? Urza's power plant is one of the three Urza Oh yeah, yeah, Urza's factory. Urza's factory. Urza's factory, yeah, because Mishra's factory makes... Um, it becomes an assembly worker. I'm going to look yeah, that up. Yeah, yeah. You tell us more about it, those are those are Pro. all interconnected, right? Now this one, I think, I think this is good. It only costs Urza's factory is yep. seven tap created two two assembly worker. This does the same thing, but for six, I wish it costed seven because everything Urza related is seven because hmm. Urzatron gives you seven. Oh yeah, two from power plant, two from mine, three from tower. Yeah. Right? Neat. So, so is he a good commander? Uh, I think that this is a good commander. Ur uh, artifacts you control get plus two, plus two is nothing to sneeze at. Yep. No, because you're... those dirtily just put thopters and tokens and thopters and tokens onto the battlefield yeah. decks exist. Mm -hmm. And this is a good kind of outlet for damage yeah. in those. And you can play anthems and you can play tap or bounce or whatever to get stuff out of the way. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think... I think, I think, I think, I think blue has the most artifacts that are a color. Burp. So you could do that kind of stuff. Like I'm thinking like the Ethereum Sculptor type cards where it's an artifact that makes artifacts cost less, but it's blue and you could play it in this deck still because it's blue. There you go. I think this guy's good. The best Urza though. Oh, we're not even there no, yet. we're not even there. How many There's freaking Urza? Four of them. <laughs> Urza, Chief Artificer. This is the one from the command deck. Is yep. a Esper and three for a four, five. Affinity for artifact creatures. So we cost less for each artifact creature you control. Mm -hmm. Artifact creatures you control have menace. And at the beginning of your end step, you get a zero, zero colorless construct artifact creature token with. This creature gets plus one, plus one for each artifact you control. I think that this is... Um, it's a combination of Prince of Krug and Power Stone Prodigy. I think that this one might be the best one because he only ever costs Esper. Yeah. If you, you build the deck so he only ever costs Esper because even with command tax, yeah. if you have enough artifacts to reduce that command tax, you apply cost reducers after cost adders when determining the entire cost of a card. Correct. Yep. And... All your artifacts have menace, so if you have the other one that buffs them and this one that makes them hard to block, recipe for beating wholesale ass. Yes. And then what's the last thing he does? Oh, you get a construct at the end of your turn. It's pretty good. Which is just something that's going to get proliferated or, or populated Populated because you're playing white. Yep. <laughs> and copied and cloned because you're playing blue. Mm -hmm. And you can, I think this one is the best one. Is I, it the most interesting? No. no Does it lead to the most conversation? No. It's going to do the most powerful shit, though, probably. It's going to be the one that... And, and it's the pre-con leader, yeah. so I think it's going to get built the most out of all Urzas. You mean to say that the Urza they printed into the commander product is the most powerful commander? I don't think that it is. I think I think Urza Lord Protector is the most powerful, but only if you rule zero it. Yeah, exactly. So, so let's give this a read. 2-4 Human Artificer for white, blue, one... Artifacts, instants, and sorcery spells cost one less to cast. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty dang good. I might put that in Dragon's Approach right there. And then you can pay seven. There's the seven. Uh, if you both own and control Urza and an artifact named Mightstone and Weakstone, exile them and meld them into Urza Planeswalker Butthole, activate only as a sorcery. And Urza Planeswalker Butthole is... Lol, we can't even look. I can't even does. look because it melds into half of the freaking card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Oh, um, no. Oh, here, I got it. I got it. I got it. Okay, okay. Okay. Legendary Planeswalker Urza. Urza Planeswalker. That's his name. Sure. Okay. Once during each of your turns, once during each of your turns, that's funny you may activate an additional loyalty ability of Urza. So you can activate his shit twice. Each turn. Why not? Why not? And why I'm just going to take extra turns. Yeah. Because why not? Yeah, okay. Why, why not? Plus two. Artifacts, instants, and sorcery spells you cast cost two less to cast, gain two life. Sure. That sounds a little bit like Great Henge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> gain two life. Fuck him. Fuck him. He spent 15 mana. Give him the life. Yep. Plus one. Draw two cards, then discard a card. It's pretty good. Yeah. Minus three. Exile target non-land permanent. It's pretty good. Not too bad. That's pretty good. Yeah. Minus 10. 
Ooh, I like that. This a f how many abilities this guy got? Fifteen. I, I missed the I missed the zero one. Create two one one soldier <laughs> artifact creature tokens. There's another one. This guy got five. Minus ten. Artifacts and planeswalkers you control gain indestructible until end of turn. Destroy all non land permanents. That's pretty good. That's the Silex or whatever, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Silex blaster. Pew, 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 oh pew. yeah, man. Urza ass blaster. That's the one to call this guy. <laughs> uh pretty powerful. Without the rule zero, though, I don't it's fine. Without the rule zero, you got to draw into the power. Without the rule zero, you have he's to your legend. The power stone. You freaking just play all the artifact tutors in blue. Yeah, and you find it. Yeah, uh, I think that's fine too. Yeah, it's uh, that's fine. If that's if the, if you want to play Urza Planeswalker, freaking go ahead, put tutors in your deck. Yeah. If you want a rule zero, I'll give it the old college try. I'll try it once. I'll be trisexual with Urza. Yep. Yeah. There you go. Try anything once. Yep. Should we um should we get into these and start banging them out in earnest? Let's let's do some bro bangers. Okay. Now it sounds like we only talked about one guy there, even though we talked about five different creatures. So yes. we're gonna move off of Urza, but stay in Krug really quick to talk about this reprint of Traxo Scourge of Krug. Are we excited about that or do we care? Oh yeah, you know what? This one I don't care about, but the other the other retro artifact that I do care about is Ramos Dragon Engine mm -hmm. because it's got the old frame, which is cool. Which is neat. Old frame foils, going to be cool. I've and seen some of those serialized number ones get opened up on Facebook. Pretty cool. And the old frame foils are the old foil, too, where the art oh, isn't as yeah. foily. It's just the border. They look really nice. Yeah. So if you're into old foils, they did a really nice job of these. We'll talk about that tomorrow when we talk about the actual set. Well, yeah, but I, you know what I want to mention with Ramos in particular is now... You can get a foil one that isn't a curly commander legends one a or a, or a precon one from 2017 because those curled too. Sorry everybody, these ones maybe they won't curl. This is the wizard's third crack at giving us a, 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 a shiny Ramos, and maybe then this is the maybe this is it. Maybe they'll be better. So that's we why can, I wanted to mention those. We can hope. So we got. You might know who this lady is. I fucking don't. Troc. Trocasia dig site mentor? <laughs> no R in that word. Trocasia dig site mentor. I've heard it said Tocasia or Tocasia. I like what I said better. Tocasia. Tocasia is the not Urza and Mishra's adopted mother, but they went to this dig site as like this is where you go for the summer because your parents don't want you as oh, kids. Okay. And this was the boss of that dig site. That's very base level. She was like their mentor, mother figure in early childhood. So you're saying this is all her fault? Oh yeah. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> let's see what let's see what she does. Creatures you control have Vig and tap to surveil one. That means you can look at your top card and either put it back or put it in your bin. Sure. Then it's got get this. Get this. Two green green, white, white, blue, blue. <laughs> Exile her from your graveyard. Return any number of target artifact cards with total mana total mana value ten or less from your yard to play. Activate as a sorcery. That's pretty good. It's not too bad. Uh, kind of kind of gives me replenish vibes. Kind of gives me um. Kind of gives me um. What's that guy? Protean Hulk vibes, or or that um that that evolve? No, not evolve. What's Nethroi vibes? Uh, oh, yes. got there. Yeah, I got all got, the yes. ones that gave me the vibes. Gives me yes. Estrid the Bald vibes because it's even those colors. Yeah. Yeah. She seems. Does she get enchantments and arties or just artifacts? Just artifacts. Oh, man. If she got enchantments, I might put her in, in Estrid the Bald. Because yeah. she's, I don't know, she's, she's fine. People play this card. Oh, yeah. It, artifact it's, decks. It's going to be colors. like, it's going to be like self mill or, or ETB bounce like Brago decks. Yeah. But now also with mill and or your graveyard. And or just artifacts. Yeah. And green and because green. she's banned. I think that's a good card. You, you, know, where, you know where I want to go? Wait, wait, no, we got to talk about this one because I like this one. We have to talk about this one because oh, okay. I like it. Okay. Titanium making Nature's me Force. Yeah, making you wait, sucker. Titty Nature Force. Correct. Is a 6-6 six, six for 6 because that's just how shit works. You can yeah. play forests from your graveyard. Hey, you, that's pretty good, actually. Whenever a forest enters the battlefield under your control, create a 5-3 elemental. And there's more. Whenever an elemental you control dies, you may, you may mill three cards. That's going in Omnath? Duh, damn right it is. Because you get, because yeah. landfall make a, 
Make a dude. Make a dude. That's right. That's pretty good. Oh, yeah. That's, that's pretty good. Cut six, but pretty good. Oh, math I don't, don't want to be the guy on the internet that says, oh, I don't know, six mana, you can only have two of those in your deck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be that guy. You ever, build, you ever build decks with me? We got fucking, oh, oh, man. oh boy. I got some yeah. new ones coming up that are You, you know who would appreciate awesome. that joke? Chris yeah. Von Doom. <laughs> I was saying to Brando when we were when we were just chatting, I was like, "How do we? You know what I think of when we're when we're reviewing a set or or not reviewing a set? How do we make it interesting for Chris Von Doom? Yeah. <laughs> how, do, how do we make it fucking interesting? So like, dunks, dunks. That's yeah. how we do it. Dunks. Let's punch move. only punching up though. I don't want to punch. I don't want to punch down. We talk about that. Yeah. Loss, Unless right? we're punching down at Wizards, I'll punch down at Wizards. No, sometimes. that would be punching up because they're the corporation. All they got, good. They got it's more money than us. Show Ryukin, baby. Yep. <laughs> I, I want to show Ryuk. I gave one of these to Ryan not an hour ago. Look at that. Look at that, that freaking guy. Spoiler, the Archimandrite. The Archimandrite. Archimandrite. Can I call him at Archie? Absolutely, you can. Can I paint Archie on him? Yeah. Just a picture of me? <laughs> no, you're Tintin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, fucking guy. So the Archimandrite oh. is a 0-5 for what colors are those? Who cares? You Doesn't know what the matter. real word that matters is? Advisor. Frickin' this one. It's an advisor. And at the beginning of your upkeep, you gain X life, where X is the number of cards in your hand minus four. That's Ivory Tower. That's Ivory Tower. A card I play. Whenever you gain life, each advisor, artificer, or and monk you control gets vigilance and X, oh, where X is the amount of life you gained. And... Jesus, there's a lot of text on these cards. Mm -hmm. Tap three untapped advisors, artificers, and or monks you control to draw a card. Holy shit. So what you're saying is I can play Persistent Petitioner's Life Gain and I get a shared animosity trigger when I attack. Yes. Hell yeah, <laughs> brother. <laughs> I played shared animosity in my Primacon Petitioner's deck. You're damn right you Because did. people thought like it's a mill deck. Just kidding. Take 50. Yeah, die. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Man, that's a card that needs a reprint. Man, hey, that yeah, card needs that to card's be reprinted. going straight in, and we got lots of advisors to go. So, that this is my card. They did it. They freaking gave yep. me an advisor. It's in Jeskai, which is the advisor colors. Mm -hmm. There are there are several um, Orzov advisors, but balls them. Yeah, get them out of here. Balls man. them. Give me give me, give me that real shit. Give me the. Shit from Kamigawa. Give me the shit that just ETBs and draws a card or deals two damage to a creature for five yeah. from P3K and it's freaking $100. <laughs> Give me that shit. Yeah. And petitioners. There you go. Oh, man. Yep. I'm so excited for this card. I'm going to build the shit out of it. I already have a jank tribe deck. I got crabs, right? Right. So this one might actually be a real deck, so not not, not two, jank. Just have two jank ones. No. You have make it a real jank deck. I'm going to make it a real deck. Okay. Real deck. All this right. guy's got lots of combo potential. I don't want to make it that real, but anyways. Anyways. So, who's the next one you want to do? We don't got to do them all, eh? We don't have to. Well, I want to touch this one because I want to know who this guy is. This oh, is I know who that is. This he is a name I recognize. So we're going to yeah. we're gonna talk about Tonos the Toymaker, who is a 3-5 five for 5. Green, blue is involved somewhere. He's a human artificer. Whenever you cast a beast or bird creature spell, Ooh. you copy it, except the copy is an artifact in addition to its other types. So... Isn't he the Candelabra guy? Yes. What? The what? Candelabra guy. He's Urza's, like, um, he starts out being Urza's apprentice when Urza's, like, an art, like, head, head bitch in Krug. He's, like, Urza's, like, right-hand apprentice guy. Why is he a but, beast and bird tribal? But then he, like, then he becomes Urza's, like, army lieutenant general, like, second-in-command guy. During the war, and uh, he he gets it he gets all funky and stuff with Ashnod. I think. Good for him. May I think Ashnod's kind of sexy. Ashnod gets funky with somebody. Yeah, like, I don't I'm, remember if it's Mishra or if it's Tonos. I don't remember. Like, I don't want to. I don't know the, why he's the beast and bird guy. I yeah, don't remember. I think he makes like a clockwork bird for Urza's son to like try and catch, but it senses like different pressures when your hand moves air towards it so it can always dodge huh yeah so that just seems like such a like a deep cut to i don't know whatever i don't know who are we look at uh, all those reprints hey so many reprints in this set which uh, these are all and lots of them are like you can pick out the commander ones because they have the old border that's pretty fun i do nice. like that that was a nice touch i think queen kayla bin krug that's urza's wife right yes i think she he was marries spoiled. her to get a book <laughs> 
as you do. As you do. She's a 2-3 for Boros and 1, 4-tap, discard all cards in your hand, then draw that many cards. Ryan is listening hard. (laughs) Same paragraph. You may choose an artifact or creature with mana value 1 discarded this way, then do the same for 2 and 3, put them back into play. So you chuck your hand, draw a new hand, get some of the shit from your hand back to play. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good if you can, like, if you can um, scroll rack your one and two drops, your two and three drops, that combo. Yep. I I am stretching a little bit, but I'm sure that there's good things to do with this. I think there's lots of really cool stuff that's going to happen with that, and I'll bet you we're going to get, of of all the legends, this is the one I think that CCO Nation is going to provide us with, like, the spiciest meatball from. I have faith in our community. I think that this is the one that we're going to get something cool. I'm paying four and discarding my hand to get a one and a two and a three, so I'm paying four to get five. Six. Is it six? One and two and three Oh, yeah, that's six. six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Plus all the extra, plus all the cards. I suppose, yeah. Because you've drawn, let's say, you've, you've paid four and tapped your commander to get six mana worth of shit and draw three, four cards, let's say. Yes, and fuel your underwear breach in your graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, for, I forgot about that card, hey? She, she's pretty good. I haven't played CDH in a while. Forgot about underwear breach. <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about the Mishras. We talked about the Urzas. Oh, yeah. Let's can't leave the Mishras the... out. We got 87 of those so guys. where's... There he is, little kid Mishra We got more Mishras than we have Urzas. No, there's only five. There's five Urzas, there's five Mishras. Oh, well, one of them's the other side, though. It just happens to be that one of them is a creature. So yes, yes, Little yes. Kid Mishra is a 2-1 for three. Haste, one. Tap, discard, draw is another looter. And also, when you discard one or more artifact cards, you get red, red. Triggers only once each turn. Oh, frick. So close. Yeah. No, <laughs> they, they knew. Yes, they, they, knew. they knew. But you're, so nobody's going to play him as a commander. He sucks. So who's next? Mishra Tamer of Makfawa. Remember Makfawa? Yeah, Makfawa. Custom plane I made. You get a Makfawa when you roll the chaos roll. That's right. Oh, that's so good. You come play freaking plane chase with us. Super good time. Grand old time, yeah. 4-4 four, four for 5. Permanents you control have ward sack a permanent. That's pretty good. So that's pretty good. That's pretty good. Each artifact card in your graveyard has unearth for red, black, one. So unearth is you bring it back to play, it gets haste, you remove it from the game at the end of turn. That's Cedrus the Traitor King, but one less color. Yeah. I'm not impressed, Mishra Makfawa. Agreed. So let's do the commander deck heading one. This is Grixis Mishra, the eminent one, and there's a wall of fucking text. Oh, my lord. At the beginning of combat on your turn, create a token that's a copy of target non-creature artifact you control, except its name is Mishra's War Form, and it's a 4-4 construct artifact creature. In addition to its other types, it gains haste until end of turn, sacrifice it at the beginning of the next end step. So you get a second thing. Oh, yes. That's, that gives me old Mishra vibes, don't it? Sort of, yeah. You get a second version of something that you got. Now, that's good, right? Yes. That that gives you a second ETB or gives you two of something. Yes. What's really good when we have two of them? Sol Rain. No, like a creature. Oh. At the beginning no, of combat no, on your it's, turn? It's a non-creature, though. Copy of target. Oh, non-creature. Yeah, you got you turn a creature oh. into a token that, or a non-creature into a token that is a creature. Oh, man. What's good? There's lots of stuff you can probably do. Yeah, but is there any... sun? That's pretty good. That'd be fun, right? That's pretty good, yeah. You don't even have to attack with it. You just get a cage sun and, and then, then you do you all your like triple, triple mana Triple mana for a turn. Yeah. That'd be cool. Not even playing green. Yeah. I don't know, man. There's, there's interesting things I'm sure you could do with that. I'm sure Von Doom's going to figure that one out and he'll tell us what he's doing with it. I don't know. He, he said he already wasn't even that impressed by it. Well, yeah, he's probably still going to build it. Probably He's will. a creature of habit. Yo, it's a Grixis deck. With Mishra on it, of course he's going to build it. <laughs> but it has to attack. Eventually, Von Doom will attack. One day, Chris Von Doom will attack. Yeah, one day, I'm going to play a counter spell, and Von Doom's going to attack. Can you imagine being there to see it? <laughs> could happen. It could happen. It could happen. We're, things are happening. And the last, I guess the second to last Mishra. Mishra claimed by Gix is a 3-5-4 Rakdos and 2. <gasps> Here we go. Whenever you attack, each opponent loses X life and you gain X life, where X is the number of attacking creatures. If Mishra claimed by Gix and a creature named Phyrexian Dragon Engine are attacking and you own both and control them, exile them and then meld them into Mishra, lost to the Phyrexia, it enters the battlefield tapped and attacking. Did you get all that? Yes. Good. The, that, one's, that one's good. Whenever you attack, so we're going to want to attack multiple times. Yep. You get... X life and you lose X life. Yeah. Each opponent Each loses opponent X, X life. Yeah. Where X is number of attacking creatures. So this is like go wide Mishra. Um, 
do you do like Mishra tokens where you try to just drain life your opponent by attacking with multiple attack steps? Maybe. I think I think there's a deck here, and it only costs four. Phyrexian Dragon Engine, that's what Mokfawa is, is Dragon Engine. And it's a 2-2 two -two artifact creature Phyrexian Dragon. Look at that, Neat. eh? For three manas, double strike, so it hits like a four. And when Phyrexian Dragon Engine enters the B from the G, you may discard your hand. Ooh. If you do, draw three cards. And it's got Unearth for red, red, three. Neat. I like that they put that red, red on there so you can't just play that and like... Every single deck. White. Yeah. Because come on. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can't, can't white just have that card? <laughs> no. No. No, you can't. No. Absolutely not. And well, if they did, it would say like... They found the every... Phyrexian Dragon Engine. I think they found one in the desert. Ooh. Yeah, and Mishra could like control it. With his brain. Yeah, or something like that. So I can see why it's red. I like that card. I think that's a card that you would put in your deck. In your Phyrexian deck, in your Dragon yeah. deck, in your Red deck that cares about like drawing cards. Yeah, that's a deck. That's a card that I would just kind of play. And now, good. and now, holy shit, you're doing this one. Mishra lost to the Phyrex. Uh, this is a freaking card. Okay, after you meld, right? After you meld. So this is attacking already. This is so coming into the when, battlefield attack. When you see it, it's okay. happening. Okay. <laughs> Legendary artifact creature Phyrexian artificer. Oh, he's still an artificer. <gasps> Whenever Mishra lost to Phyrexia enters the battlefield or attacks, choose three. Three. Man, what if you copy this ability? That's freaking. When you copy an ability, you get the same things that you chose the first time, remember. Mm -hmm. So, oh, fuck it, you're choosing three. So, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Target opponent discards two cards. That's pretty good. Mishra deals three damage to any target. That's fine. You love Lightning Bolt. I do. Destroy target artifact or planeswalker. Yeah. Gets his, he just ganks his brother, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just paid 15. Oh, I'm amazing. Oh, Die. Oh, oh, <laughs> okay, gank your brother. <laughs> Creatures you control gain menace and trample until end of turn. Oh. That's a good one if you're already going wide with Mishra. Yeah. Because yeah. then you're just like, oh, yeah, fuck you, you can't block. <laughs> Creatures you control, you don't control get minus one, minus one until end of turn. Create two tapped Power Stone tokens. Oh, and he's a 9-9. Nine -nine. Oh, yeah, and he's a 9-9, <laughs> nine -nine, yes. With Menace and Trample, probably. three. <laughs> oh, man, that's good. That's, that's a pretty good creature. That's the power level on that card is too damn high. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. I like that. I don't even remember how you meld him. It was so long ago that we talked about it. <laughs> You attack with two bros at the same time. Whoa. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> right? Right? Oh, that's good. I like that lots. What else do we got going on? Oh, ooh, ooh. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. Let's do this one. There, I guess, do these people count? Do we care about Loran? Is she a person that we care about? No, she's an artificer, not an advisor. We got to get to more advisors, okay. bro. <laughs> well, let's talk about a Thopter in Liberator Urza's Battle Thopter. What? Why is it? I it's don't, like... I don't know. I don't know. It's a 1-2 for 3 with flash and flying. You can play colorless spells and artifact spells, so if they're colored, as though they had flash. So that's pretty cool. And whenever you cast a spell, if the amount of mana spent to cast a spell is greater than this thing's power, you get a plus one, plus one counter on it. Oh, so you play something that's bigger than this. Yeah. That and... costs more than this is big. And it's any spell. So, like you can so if if you put this as your commander, mm -hmm. every single card in your deck has flash. Yes. That's really good. Yeah. When you look at it that way and you don't care about anything else, it's pretty cool. I just have like Videlkin Ori or or Leyline of Anticipation yeah. in the command zone and oh it flies. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually good. Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's when, a neat card. when you think about it just like that. And look and look at it. Yeah. Look, that's the most unwieldy. Like, that was the hint from the pre-show yeah. yesterday. That's not battling anything. That thing loses every Look fight. Look at it's, it's just in. got that janky head on it. It's yeah, like, like, how can I make this thing that's way too fucking big for how big its wings are? How, how can I make it look menacing and yeah. scary? How can I make it look less aerodynamic? Put this fucking janky face on it, bro. <laughs> yeah. That's the that was Mishra trolling Urza. <laughs> I bet you my army would be way more scared of this thing if you just put this big fuck off stupid head on it. 
And Ursa was like, yeah. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, let's do that. I love He's just idea. smoking up. He's like, oh, fucking cool, man. <laughs> Big heads, dude. Yeah. Big heads, tiny wings. How's it even fly, bro? Oh, it doesn't. That's why it has legs. <laughs> like, what the fuck is this thing? Are those legs or wheels? I don't know. And it's are those getting- skinny, like, are those skinny freaking chariot or like horse drawn cart wagon wheels that are just <laughs> spinning real fast? No, because the guys in front of it aren't moving. These things are so not afraid of it. They're just standing in its way. That thing can hover? And then something it else It doesn't even is... need those wings to fly. It magically floats like and, a freaking beholder. And in the picture, it's being shot. Like, it's the worst thing. <laughs> <laughs> this thing sucks. <laughs> it's just not very good. Oh, man. Oh, but I love it. Oh, I yeah. Love that's that a shit. gooder. Okay, who... who? Oh, there's an... Oh, I thought that's an advisor, but it's an Oh, aviator. no, it does. Herkel Master Wizard. Herkel Master. Herkel. I'm not even going to read this card. It sucks, but it's an advisor. Herkel of the Recall. We'll uh, we'll go on from there. What about who else is good? Hadjar Loyal Bodyguard. Sacrifice him. Legendary creature control. Get plus one and gain indestructible till end of turn. That card's good. It's a really great card, but is it a good? No, it goes in the 99. You're not going to build Hajar. It goes in the 99, and it only costs two, and it's a rattlesnake. It's it's like rattlesnake. Um, Heroic intervention, but uh, also kind of like rattlesnake pump my team. Do if I you're put playing him, legendary tribal, do I put him in Omnath? No, I don't think so. No, you put him in legendary tribal. Remember humans tribal we did a couple weeks ago? I do remember that, that. was Mardu, but that kind of deck. And uh, you'd be surprised how many legendary creatures are in commander decks. Like lots, hey? I don't know if I would be. I just built one that was legendary tribal in Orzov. Oh, we're gonna talk about that at a later date in the show once I actually get some play testing in with it. Oh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be okay. Awful. Okay, go up. Let's talk about my bro, Gix. Oh yeah, Gix. oh yeah. Everybody's like, oh, Gix is so powerful, so powerful. You know what I'm gonna do? That's what I'm gonna do. Okay, I'm gonna give him a read, and I'll tell you what okay. I'm gonna do. Gix, Gix, Yogmoth, Prate, three three Phyrexian Prate, black black one. Okay, so he's a three three for three. Whenever a creature deals combat damage to me, or what the hell? Whenever a creature deals combat damage to one of my opponents, its controller pays one life mm-hmm. and can draw one card. Mm-hmm. So anybody can do that mm-hmm. as long as they're not hitting me. Mm-hmm. Okay, mill yourself. Just wait, there's more. Black, 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 four. Discard X cards. Exile the top X cards of target opponent's library. You may play lands and cast spells from among the exiled cards this way for free. Neat. That sounds powerful. Sounds pretty good. Here's what I'm going to do. Here's what you're going to do. Draw my whole deck. Mm-hmm. Discard my whole deck. Yeah. And then mill you. <laughs> <laughs> Exile your whole deck. Well, th- and then I'm going to say, go. Well, that only kills one person, though. Don't care. I'm going to shuffle my shit back in. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Elixir of Immortality. Okay. Or uh, other such... Things. Now, what if I hit you with that? Sounds like a very Ryan-y deck. Remember the few weeks ago when you hit me? That's a very Brando-y deck. It sounds like you're just doing more Brando things in this deck. I'm Ryan. I know. It's just another... That's a meme deck. I don't think I'll actually build it. Yeah, it's... But it's funny to think about. Yeah. I like the picture on that a lot. Yeah, that he's scary. That looks really He's a cool. bad guy. And he's, I never even really... Th- to be fair, mm? I have a Praetor tribal deck. Mm? Plays every Praetor. I'm not going to play Gix in it. <laughs> No, he doesn't. He doesn't do the thing that they all do, where no. I get something and you don't. Yeah, it just does like a like a thing. It doesn't do what I want him mm. to do. So, I don't know. I don't. Know. I didn't open one, and he's more money than I want to spend to like just have like a casual ninety nine. Yeah, card, so. yeah. I haven't. I haven't figured out the real deck yet. <laughs> there is a real deck that's going to go in there, and it's going to be a good one. But I'm not going to build it. Yeah. Okay, we got a couple more. A couple more. We got. Felden Ronam Excavator. I I like this guy. Santa Claus. <laughs> he kind of does, but like hipster Santa. Yeah. Or or Bane he's wearing, Santa. He's wearing yeah, the same jacket as Bane wearing is Bane's wearing. Coat. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know about Christmas till I was already a man. I didn't know about artifice and earthquakes until I was already a man. Okay, what does he do? He's a two-two for two, which is already good. Human artificer haste can't block. Don't care. Real reason you play him when he's dealt damage. Exile that many cards from the top of your library. <laughs> oh, man, I like them already. And choose one of them until end of turn. Until end of next turn, you can play that card. So this is what you what you do. You deal 80 to him. 
<laughs> you exile your whole deck. Uh-huh. And then you play whatever the hell you want. Well, you play one thing. Don't care. That's all I need. Wh- what if is I can it? do 80 to him, why am I not doing 80 yeah, to some, my opponent? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Why? <laughs> That's right. That's the question. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm I'm super soft on this card. At first, I thought, oh crap, I can throw him into Torbrand or uh, Taralf, mm-hmm. and then I earthquake him. I'll get like another earthquake out of him. But it's like, man, if I missed with the first earthquake, I'm probably not going to get him with the second one. Because well, pre- I I think I think what you do with him is like uh, pyrohemia, and you just steal one, and you take one from the pyrohemia, as do all your opponents, mm-hmm. and you like draw the card from Felden, so it turns Felden and pyrohemia into like. A Phyrexian Arena? And you get two cards. Why do you get two? Well, I guess you get one each turn if you activate it once on everybody's turn. Yes, and you can play it until the end of your next turn. Yeah. Which is actually pretty good. Because you could bad. draw like three or four cards per round of the table. Yeah? Table? That's pretty good. Not as good as doing 80 to them. I don't know, man. 80 seems like... Because what's the mono red card? Well, what if, what if, what if you got win? like... What if you got like deal X damage to one guy, but you got three opponents... And you got infinite mana. You do 80 to him, draw your whole deck until you find your Comet, Comet Storm. storm. Right? Sure. Like that That could work. Or you could just gamble for the Comet Storm. Yeah. Yep. I'd rather gamble with doing 80. <laughs> <laughs> you know what oh, I realized? Really? This card actually did make me think of something. You know what card you can kind of play now with all the red chaos draw? You know what Ooh. card you can play? What is it? Wish. Wish? Yeah. The you, card wish? You can play a card from outside the game because you're removing your whole deck from the game. No, so like, outside of the game and exile are distinctly different oh, things. Oh, that sucks my fucking balls. I already put wish in a deck. <laughs> Don't put wish in a deck. It'll find nothing. Damn it. <laughs> it doesn't get it. You can play a card from exile this turn. That's what it says. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. I thought that's what that I'm said. Look it up. Wish. Which wish? Like just wish. wish. It's, it's just wish. You may play a card you own from outside the game. Not the same as uh, Being removed exile. from the game? No. A- exile oh, is a zone. That licks my whole nutsack. <laughs> my nutsack has a tongue right on it. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I was really excited. Mm. Let's move on to the next card, Ryan. Drafna, founder of Latnam. Not only is he an advisor, this is a good card. He looks like a punk. I bet you I could beat him in a fight. Could be. Could you beat him in paying two mana and returning an artifact you control to your hand? Yeah. Probably couldn't. Probably could. He's the best at it. I'd pay one. He's a 2-1 human artificer advisor. He advises artifacts. There's like a pen or a phone sitting on a table, and he's like, hey, you know, if you invest in this. (laughs) (laughs) So he's a 2-1 for two, pay two, return an artifact you control to its owner's hand. You save your thing or you bounce it and get re-TBs. Right. That's re-enter the battlefield triggers, re-TBs. And you can pay three, tap them, copy target artifact you control. Now that's good. That's pretty cool. That's pretty freaking good. You could almost play that guy in um, Brutal Clad. Yeah. You make your seven dwarf artifact guy, and then you could make this guy... Make a copy of it. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Or like you could copy your Sol Ring. You could copy your. I always I always use Sol Ring as the example. Well, yeah, because it's the the best example. It's like the powerful thing, right? Yeah. And he enables himself, which I really like. He bounces the thing that he could then copy. So for five mana, you can copy any artifact that you. I guess you have to play the artifact still, but you you get yeah whatever. Everybody gets it. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. I like that. I think that's pretty freaking cool. And uh, best part is I can tap him along with four other advisors I control to mill somebody for 13. There we go. (laughs) Or (laughs) three other advisors, I guess. Shout out to Watsy for Old Border Bruticlad. Oh, yeah. If that came in foil, I would 100% replace my Bruticlad with that. Yeah, Because that that looks really cool as a fan of the Old Border. If you're not, you're not, but I am. Yeah, yeah. That's cool to see. Now, shall we talk about... The second sexiest lady in Magic, after Rata. There's Rata, Ashnot. Shall we? Sure. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm judging her on her appearance. I'm sorry. It's a thing that happens sometimes. Let's talk about Ashnod Flesh Machinist. Ooh. Because that's the one I'm looking directly at. Yes. One, one for one with D-Touch. Okay. Whenever Ashnod Flesh Machinist attacks, you can sacrifice another creature. If you do, create a tapped Power Stone. Ooh. It's not that powerful. But if you're doing artifact stuff, maybe that's okay. Maybe this next line will will switch it up. Sure. Five. Exile a creature card from your graveyard. Create a tapped 3-3 three, three 
Colorless zombie artifact. That's random. It's a transmigrant or a transmigrant, some people call them. <laughs> what do you call them? I don't call them anything. Oh. I call them zombies. That's another shitty zombie. <laughs> mm -hmm. Is that our first instance of a 3-3 zombie token in all of Magic the Gathering? 3-3 zombie token. Artifact colorless one, even. But yeah, I Whoa. think maybe. Yeah, I think probably, yeah. Maybe. Hey, man, maybe we're onto something. Okay. But I don't know, like that. I don't think she's very good, though. Um, no, because she's got to attack to get that. Yeah. To get that. You have to attack with a 1-1. One, one to get to that get a, trigger. To get a power stone. To, and to get... It doesn't even power. act as like a sacrifice outlet. Well, sort of does. Ah, she's lucky she's good looking. <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> right? Okay, what's the all other right, one? Let's go on to the even... Because this is the Grixis one. Chris yeah. Von Doom's all perked up so now. He's is, listening. This is the even sexier one. Ashnod the Uncaring. Ooh, Ooh she doesn't care Ooh. if she hurts you a little bit. One four for fucking five with Death Touch. Whenever you activate an ability of an artifact or creature that isn't a mana ability, if one or more permanents were sacrificed to activate it, you may copy the ability and choose new targets for the copy. That's pretty good. I'm still kind of bummed that she doesn't work doesn't with her work own altar. Doesn't work with her own altar, yeah. Right? Like, what the hell? But other than that... It I works cool. with altar of dementia. Yeah. Now, most, mostly... People have Altar of Dimension to go infinite and win. Yeah. Or so you don't need to copy it. Like Fu Alex has in his Marin deck. I think he's got a he's got the Altar of Dementia so he can get re TB triggers from graveyard mm -hmm. just for value. And I think uh does that mill everybody, Altar of Dementia? No. Doesn't matter. If you're using Altar of Dementia for for value, mm -hmm. now you've got double the value. And you're still carrying out the sacrificing, which is probably why you're actually yeah. running Altar of Dementia for value, is yeah. because you want a free sacrifice outlet. That's pretty good. Whenever you activate an ability of an artifact or creature. So this this kind of gives me the Marin vibe because you could uh, like sacrifice something to um, your Viscerous here and scry one, mm -hmm. scry one. That's pretty good. Sure. There, I bet you this Ashnod, the uncaring, is very, very value-based. Yes. Because you're going to get that little incremental extra scry, extra card draw, extra... She feels real dirtily to me. Uh, yeah, value, the, the word value, if you're getting that incremental advantage thing... Dirtily. The, the pessimistic kind of mindset of value is dirtle because you're not doing anything really impactful... But the summation of all the dirt yeah. is, and you're taking a lot of time. That's mm -hmm. why I don't like it. That's why I'm kind of maybe not, maybe this deck needs lots of practice. Not down on value decks, but one of the the criticisms I have of these decks that are all about incremental value is they take a really long time mm. to not do very much. And yeah, they win. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they're consistent. But like, not your style. You took 25 minutes, and all you did was draw a card, mm. and you're tapped out, and you're sitting there. Mm. Die. Mm. You could have just passed the turn. <laughs> Tapped your guys for no reason and passed, passed the turn. Like, you know what I mean? And those are turns that happen more often than 25 I 25 like. minutes is an yeah. exaggeration, but sometimes sometimes four or five minutes yeah. when turns are usually a couple minutes long. Yeah. Four or five minutes is like double that amount of time and feels long. So an Ashnod getting double triggers type deck, I think would take some practice yeah. because you can actually... Like, that'll trigger when you sacrifice stuff and you put stuff on the stack in a certain order and you got to know how you want to resolve it. And you, you're you going to say, trigger Ashnod, trigger Ashnod, trigger Ashnod. Then you're going to do all the stuff and you got to remember which ones you triggered or didn't. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's lots of remembering. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. If somebody wants to make a value deck and it's Ashnod. Do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going to say no. But you, you, you know what cosplays we're going to see a freaking ton of? And thank goobness. We're going to see lots of Ashnod yeah. cosplays. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking yep. forward to it. Yeah. I want to mm -hmm. I want to see Dana Roach do Drafna. Or <laughs> Dana Roach do do Felden. <laughs> oh, I think we've made that joke before, but we, you know what? It's never it's, not funny. It's fun. So that so Let's summarize a little. We've done all of the we think interesting ones. There's some that we skipped cuz like they're Sure. There just weren't a lot of you're going to build the advisor one. Oh, yeah. There's a couple in here that I'm excited to play in my decks, but I don't have any new decks coming out. Oh, yeah. Out who who, sure. who are you going to play? That's a question I got in the show notes. Who are you going to play? I'm going to play Titania 
the the commander one, yep. not the meld one. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try and find a place for the melded one as well, but I'm not sure where I'm gonna put that. I'm working on a Rakdos All Creatures deck right now that I'm thinking I might put Meld Mishra into if I can get a hold of one. Yep, that's good. And I think that might actually be it. Because I, di I didn't open a Gix, so I probably won't play it or take the time to grab you one. You didn't Gix one? I didn't Gix one. And that's kind of it for me. Man. Honestly, it's just too bad. You know what I got? What'd you get? All the advisors in foil. That's right. Where'd I get them? FusionGamingOnline.com. What promo code did I use? CCO Spring got a discount. You know why? Because I was going to buy them anyways. Mm -hmm. Even without the discount. But you know what I did? Saved some freaking money. On that shit you were going to buy anyhow? Yes. Insanity. Yes. And tomorrow, we're going to talk about some more stuff that we're going to or already have bought on a uh, not set review. Oh, yeah. Uh, and are we going to do that on the next episode of Commander Cookout Podcast? Hit our theme song! <laughs>